Folks, one of the biggest things that I get asked is, oh, I wish I could attend something that has a move of the Holy Ghost, something powerful that is life-changing. Well, guess what? I've got the answer to your prayers because my good friends over there at The Appearance Ministries, Augusto Perez is having a very powerful event coming up June 14th, 15th, and 16th at Christ Central Church in McAlpin, Florida. The information is on your screen. The Appearance Ministry presents Show Me Your Glory event. Folks, this is going to be an incredible three-day event. If you are looking for a life-changing, powerful move of the Holy Spirit, get out to this event. For more information, go to the announcements tab at theappearance.com. That's theappearance.com. Folks, get out to this. You will never be the same. This isn't a conference. This is a manifestation of his presence. Nationally syndicated media personality and author Sheila Zielinski, a.k.a. Weekend Vigilante. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show, the only program to bring you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God with a focus on spiritual warfare. And now, here's Sheila. Never before in history have we seen such an urgent need for spiritual warfare. Are you desiring a powerful and successful prayer life with other like-minded prayer warriors? That's what we have put together in SWAT Prayer. SWAT Prayer allows you to join like-minded prayer warriors across the West and worldwide. So you simply go to SWATprayer.com. You type in either your city or your state, you hit enter, you see this SWAT prayer icon that comes up on the screen, you click on that icon, that is your state leader. Simply connect with them and they will put you in touch with prayer groups in your state. God is raising up a powerful body of spiritual warriors ready for battle. Spiritual warfare attack teams that are storming the gates. We are fighting a spiritual battle, and as Christians, we can make all the difference in warfare prayer. As Christians, we are given the power and authority. It's our responsibility to use the tactical weapons that God provided to storm the gates. Never before in history has warfare prayer been so urgently needed. As Christians, we can make a difference. Go to SWATprayer.com today. Well, folks, he is a very powerhouse minister out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, from Promised Land Ministries. His information is up on your screen, JesusDelivers.com. You can't get much better than that. He is back on an incredible teaching on the spirit of worm. Why are you offended, Christian? Well, it's probably not what you think. You know what? We all struggle with this topic that he's going to get into and some powerful deliverance at the end. So, boy, what a blessing it is to have on the world-renowned pastor, Joseph Jasinski, as I call him our favorite Polish pastor. It is going to be a powerful show today. Joseph, welcome back. I'm going to hand you the mic, sir. You get into it and throw it back to me when you're ready. Amen. 
Today I'll be talking, why are you offended, spirit of worm? It is a revelation, you know. Uh, there's a church in Greece, in Heraklion. It's quite a size church. With a, it's a mother church. They have churches, a church in Athens, and they have churches on the islands. And that pastor goes all around the world. And one of the ladies had a dream. In that dream, you know, it was revealed to her about the spirit of worm. Forgive me, people, my pronunciation of this particular <laughs> W-O-R-M, so it's, uh, I'm not perfect yet. Anyway, so she went on Google to find if there is any teaching of that spirit, on that spirit. So we were the only one who had that teaching. Because of that, that pastor of the church, who is you know, that Greek church in Heraklion, he's a doctor in theology, he decided to come to Poland to this conference, you know, um, organized once a year. People come from all over the country, different denominations, you know, and it's just, it's simply a deliverance. I don't call it conference, it's deliverance gatherings, and of course, you know, I rather call it deliverance school. People who believe in deliverance can be in a, in a, in Know, uh, in a crowd of like-minded people, so there's about 20% of them. The rest just coming, you know, because they need deliverance and so on. So he came. Also, this pastor from Greece, when he heard the teachings, when he saw what was happening during mass deliverance, he invited me to Greece. So I was in Greece in Heraklion. School of Deliverance 201 over there, and I did 101 in Athens. Praise God. But coming to this topic, why are you offended? There are so many, many offended Christians. You could have a new denomination and you could call it the first church of the offended ones, especially in North America, jumping from church to church because something offends them or whatever the reason is, you know. But, but there are so many offended Christians and um, offense you know, making you being offended is one of the really powerful weapons of the devil. So, this teaching is a revelation, okay? Revelation given by the Lord. I did not ask for it, didn't know about it. It simply came from a deliverance of one sister. So, this is very educational, practical teaching, how demons brought down the life of this promising young Christian woman, how the demons was using the same tactic of causing offenses, brought down the whole and divided whole church, how using the same tactic demons brought down a Bible school. This all happened in Fraser Valley, British Columbia, this whole thing. And they had in mind the devils, because there's the headquarters people, in second heaven, they had in mind to bring down other Bible schools and churches. Till I came into the picture, <laughs> and I will show you how God crossed all their plans. Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I came that you might have life, and that you might have, have it more abundantly. That's, of course, Jesus talking, you know. So, how it started? This Christian sister, you know, about her, uh, she was around 30. She came with her father to our church. I knew her father from a long time ago. He was in Edmonton, preaching from time to time. He was very promising, but then 
things happened. He got married and life took him to, to Toronto, you know. But here he was back in Edmonton because of his daughter. And he came with his daughter to our church. After the church service, that was Sunday, she came to me. She said, Pastor, you were talking about the spirit husband, you know, who come at night and violate some women trying or literally having sex or literally raping women. He can be called night husband, you know, just incubus. She said, Pastor, I heard what you were saying. It happens to me often. I feel raped, violated many times at night. Well, this possibly started to take place after the invasion of demons, which was sent you know, just by some of the, from a witchcraft, you know, just world. I will talk about it, I will come to it. But looking at the, at the history of her family, her father, mother, it was possible that her mother had a spirit husband. Both of them came from a British Guyana, that's South America. You know, he, her mother was pure African, but you know, uh, born in British Guyana. Her father was, had, had a mixed black ancestry or African ancestry, and his father was Portuguese, you know, so. But it was obvious, I believe, that her mother had a spirit husband, which destroyed the marriage, and literally she drops her husband, <laughs> the sister father, away from the house. I know, because I lived in Edmonton. He came to me, says, I'm out of my house. His spirit husband just hates marriages. And, um, you know, when I go to Africa, I did five schools in Sierra Leone, in five cities around Sierra Leone, and the last school was in Freetown. The church was in was so wide, you know, not lengthwise, but weird. When you look to the left or right, it was just, you know, quite far away. And so, at one point, I asked anybody, who have a problem in their dreams, you know, being, you know, visited by the spirit wife or the spirit husband or forced to eat in a dream. Everything only that dream during the sleep. The whole place was full of people. Now, that's a typical, you know, African, you know, problem or a typical African witchcraft, but that happens, or it happens also here for many women who had this spirit husband and had to cast out those devils. So she told me about it, and I invited them to my place for lunch. Didn't expect, you know, what was going to happen. And after the lunch, he said, would you pray for my daughter, Abigail? You know, she, uh, nothing going right for her. She went to Bible school to Westminster, which is by Vancouver, yeah? You know, and she thought, when she was 20-something, and she thought she would finish Bible school, which would be a good start for life, and then she would get married. Well, here she was three years old. She was, life was gone out of her. She was bitter. And every relationship she started, every relationship she started was just gone. There was like a curse just stopping her from, you know, having a relationship and getting married. So um, when he asked me after the lunch to pray for her, that was in my house, I was kind of reluctant because I don't want to hear about church, the Bible, <laughs> after Sunday. You know, just a sermon because whole week I have, you know, just continually I'm dealing with cases and people and Sunday after the church is just, I cannot wait to be home and do nothing. Anyway, I agreed, you know, and was around this oval white table with had the white laminate. 
You know, why am I saying this? Because I had a black marker and I used it to write all the, as I'm bringing deliverance, all the names of the demons on this table. <laughs> so anyway, we started, you know, just uh, with a prayer, the whole thing to Jesus, prayed for protection, everybody under the blood, asked for the Holy Spirit anointing. So she renounced any of her sins, parents, ancestors, whatever opened the door for the spirit husband who was raping her, that he came in. So we took care of all the legal grounds the demons or any other demons could have. So I took authority over the demons and command them to start to come out in the order Jesus Christ wants them out. They started to, you know, she suddenly stood up from a chair and she was bent over the table, fingers like a cloth. I don't know if I pronounce it right, like a, you know, animal, you know. And that's how it started, okay. Things started to happen, demons started to talk. So lots of demons were coming out. You know, some cases are very, very educational. This one was educational. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everyone, it's Sheila Zelensky. Folks, did I tell you I'm boycotting Starbucks? Listen, I have been on the hunt since I did that expose for a 100% Christian-owned coffee company. And I'm excited to tell you that I not only found one, but I bought their coffee. And you know what? The only reason I agreed to promote it is because I love it. It's the best coffee that I've ever had. And that's not a line. You know how most people just say that? Well, I actually drink this coffee. I've given it to friends and family and even my staff. And you know what they all say? How do I get more of this coffee? And guess what? For Sheila's listeners, you take 10% off your purchases. You can't get any better than that. Folks, it's that good. And here's the kicker. When you buy bestdayevercoffee.com, you support other like-minded Christian businesses as we march toward the mark of the beast. Hey, shouldn't we be supporting our brothers and sisters in Christ? And why buy from big box stores? Their coffee is stale. Listen, you wouldn't eat stale popcorn. Why drink stale coffee? And check out the flavors. Try a whole bunch of different kinds and discover your favorite. Listen, go to bestdayevercoffee.com now and use code Sheila at checkout. Drink fresh, drink bestdayevercoffee.com. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show. Last Sunday, I had a sister last Sunday from Kenya. She came first time to us. She said, well, how did you find us? She said, well, I went on the internet and I got saved. I said, well, good. How did you find us? She said, well, I was looking for a Pentecostal church. And you came up. I said, we are not even calling ourselves Pentecostal. We are full-blown charismatics. Pentecostal too, if you want to put it. But the Lord brought her. At the end, you know, after that, on Sunday I preached the other, you know, just sermons, not deliverance usually. Yesterday I was preaching, oh God, have mercy on me all. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. It's a good prayer, I can tell you this, when, when nothing else works, you know, even binding, you know, just if that comes from the heart. Mercy is, you know, you're asking God. It's coming from a person who doesn't deserve, but God delights in mercy. Anyway, she asked for deliverance, so those devils manifested, she was all over the floor, you know, and had a kingdom of, king of darkness and other things, so she got lots of deliverance. But coming back, coming back to our case and Abigail, you know, and her deliverance, you know, so lots of demons were coming up, okay, and uh, if this 
young woman was not delivered that Sunday afternoon, you know, a number of years ago, mm-hmm. like the one yesterday also, her life would have been taking course already in progress, which means planned by the devil, generational courses, defeat, bitterness, no marriage. Now she's doing fine. She's on the fire of God. She's not with us. I don't take people from other churches. So during the course of deliverance, spirit manifests. I said, what's your name? He said, Magog. You know, Bible talks about Gog and Magog. He said, my name is Magog. I said, Magog. The name actually means covering, rule, means also dissolving. This spirit of Magog was the covering, rule over her. He was dissolving every plan of God. A blessing God had for her, like marriage and other things. So in the curse of deliverance, lots of demons of rejection, bitterness came out, you know, hatred of men. <laughs> and in spirits of God, Jezebel manifested, because it came from the mother, you know. And uh, so I was breaking all the curses as I was, you know, as deliverance was progressing. I broke the, as I said, hatred of men putting down the male authority, male grotesque, you can cast out to, you know, masculine spirits, and everything came from the mother. But in the course of deliverance, being led by the Holy Spirit, at certain moment, I commanded that spirit, which was manifested, to give me his name. So he spoke his name, I could not understand it. As you notice, my, my English is not perfect. I have to tell you this, my Polish is not perfect either. The only perfect language I have is when I speak in tongues. So you have to put up with me. It took a while for the demon to spell out his name. It was a spirit of warm. W-O-R-M. Warm. I said, what a name for a demon. Why you call yourself such a funny name? Or whatever, you've given such a name. I said, what do you do? He said, well, I work through like a worm. I said, what do you do? You work like a, like a worm, you know, if you, you, you're so nice, you know, Macintosh, you know, red up where you took a big bite, you know, and as you are chewing on that bite, which is in your mouth and looking at the rest of the apple, suddenly you see a worm coming out. <laughs> this is a good, you know, just a, a picture. It's eating you like a worm. Hey, there's a, an expression, what's eating you up? But anyway, this is more... Uh, real than you think. But anyway, I said, what do you do, demon? He said, I create offenses and it eats them up. And that's how we destroy them. We put them out of commission. In Romans 16:17. so we'll go quickly to uh, Romans 16:17. Praise God says, now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which we have learned, and avoid. So now we know how can division can happen in the church, you know, just, you, you just, you just create offenses, you know, just, it's a quite, you know, I think, you know, just as you will learn that Jesus said, Mark 9, 43, and if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. Better is for thee to enter into life main than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where they're warm, W-O-R-O-M, where the worm dieth not, the fire is not quenched. In Acts chapter 12, 23, talking about worms, you know, Herod, you know, just try to, people say, well, he speaks like God. And the Bible says in Acts 12, 23, immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not glory, because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten 
of worms and give up the ghost. It's demonic. It'll be demonic. So I said to that demon, how did you get to her? She was walking with the Lord. <laughs> yeah, walking with me knows that, you know, she's doing what's right, you know. And um, But in this case, she was talking about physical work. She was talking about physical work. I was like, how did you get to her? When and what time? She was walking. I said, where did you come from? He said, Warlock sent me. I said, Warlock. And she was that time in Westminster, British Columbia. Yeah? I said, Warlock sent you. I posed the demon, believe it or not. I got the name of the Warlock. I got the phone number of the Warlock. And I got the address of the Warlock to give him a call or send him a letter. No. Why? Why did the Lord do that? So I can destroy the work of the devil because they had a plan. She was just a small dot in the plan of God. They had a plan for all the Fraser Valley region, this Bible Belt or whatever. Before I go further, I will tell you a story about the statue of Buddha just before Rogers Pass. You know, I was for almost 25 years, I was going always to Vancouver Island, you know, to do some tenting. Uh, my vacation under a tent on Vancouver Island, my favorite place. And, uh, and as I was coming back with my wife and two boys, Israel and Elijah, they were small. And as we were going toward Rogers Pass, close to the Rocky Mountains, and uh, there were this water, uh, on the left, right hand was the Thompson River. On the left hand was this 100 kilometers, and all these were waterfalls, you know, waterfalls. They were just coming down, you know, about three feet wide, five feet wide, two feet wide, hitting the ground, and then they would make this culvert under the uh, the highway, and they would be, you know, coming out on the other side of the highway straight to the canyon, you know, where Thompson River was. So the boys were crying, saying, oh, daddy, stop, stop by one of those waterfalls. So finally I stopped, you know, the right, you know, on the right side of the highway, and they walked over to the left side, where it was this rocky wall, and there was one of those waterfalls there. I'm looking at this gorgeous waterfall, and my son Elijah said, daddy, look here. I said, where, where? Look down when the waterfall is hitting you know the ground there were lots of pebbles yeah beautiful rocks i saw behind this wall of water against the rocky wall was a, a statue of buddha about i'm just looking a little bit more than two feet high it was made from a rock beautiful rock green rock that must have cost money what is that doing in, in total wilderness that was about two feet high it was about foot and a half wide and and about 10 inches thick i already knew it in my spirit why that thing was there because i used to study buddhism so i reached my hands to this water wall to pick up this statue of buddha was heavy took a swing and threw it against the stone wall beside the waterfall, didn't break. Finally, I did it. I think I did it about three times. Finally, I broke the head. And then I took the, the head on the other side of the highway and I threw it to the canyon. Then I took the, <laughs> the body of the statue, threw it down to the, to the canyon. Now, what the thing was doing there? Well, some, you know, uh, zealous Buddhists in Canada, or the devil behind it for sure, I will show you how the devil is behind it. They decided to bless all the waters in British Columbia, you know, and, and rivers and whatever, maybe in Canada. So they put it there, 
probably they did strategically in some other places too. In British Columbia, maybe all over Canada, and the water is blessed, you know, going from a, a little water pool, then goes to a river, or river goes to the ocean. So it covers lots of, because water can cover lots of ground. And then I started to pray. I said, God, in the name of these guys, whatever they placed, all over Canada, the statue of Buddha, break all the curses, I pray the blood of Jesus and the sources, cleansing, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want a more powerful and successful prayer life? Would you like to see results? God intended you to have victory. So then why does it seem like your prayers seem to go unanswered? Could it be that a key element of praying powerfully is being left out altogether? Discover the one thing the enemy does not want you to know that can make all the difference. This is a practical and easy to use powerful book where we lay out a powerful blueprint for real results. You can step into that powerful place of authority and begin to experience the outcome that you've been waiting for. No matter what is going on in your life, you have the power to change things through prayer. And do you know prayer is different than warfare? It is time to step out now in power and achieve results. Get your copy of Power Prayers today. It's warfare that works. Find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and get it brought into your local Christian bookstore. It's warfare that works. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show. Now, before I go further, so you understand, the, you know, about this warlock, you know, in Edmonton, once was coming this certain famous Lama, not the main Dalai Lama, but another one, and they made this picture from Saint, it's very meticulous, so it was on a local Edmonton, Alberta TV papers, that they're going to take this mantra made from Saint, it's in a flat position, like a picture. They're going to rent this paddle boy, uh, boat, Queen of Edmonton, and, and, you know, and sail to the middle of the river and throw the whole thing into the river, thus blessing the waters. I knew what that whole thing me uh, meant. And before they did that with some pastor, he was American, a week earlier we went and poured oil into the river. Saskatchewan River, counseling of the plans of the enemy. So, coming back to the warlock, I said to the demon, who sent you at this warlock when she was walking? Okay, so he gave me all the names, addresses, you know, of the warlock. So I said, why did you target her? Because she was getting, and he swore, too close. I said, too close to what? Too close to the Lord. How? I was through her, and he swore again, praise and worship. She was specializing in praise and worship. So we had to bring her down, you know, so it doesn't spread. And others would be, you know, praising and worshiping because she did. Bible says God abides in the praises of, of his people. And if you have this anointed special praise and worship that will open the windows of heaven over this, the church, the church. So we had to do something about it. So we brought her down and we divided her church, brought it down. We divided the Bible school, Christ for the Nations. You know, and her church was called Christian Life Assembly. We brought them down all through offenses. And we have a plan to bring down all the other churches and Bible schools. Well, they didn't because right away I stood in the gap 
I burn all those devils in the world, all those angels to make sure 24-7 <laughs> until he gets saved, he won't be able to, to you know. So he had to be powerful warlock living in Westminster, British Columbia, you know, and I block and destroy all their plans. So praise God. So, you know, like the, the Roman motto was divide and conquer. United we stand, divided we fall. Jesus said, house divided cannot stand. Amos 3.3 says, unless two agree, they cannot work together. Leviathan usually divides people too, but open says is the tool they're going to use, you know, just. So anyway, well, I can start, of course, the devil. I um, destroy every plan the enemy had for her life. She's full of the Holy Spirit right now, rejoicing. And I broke the curses, which was stopping her from uh, getting married, you know, and broke any other curses which were blocking, you know, all her blessings. So, the region and her, and her church in the Bible school. So, that's why they that's why he, they, they targeted her. But, praise God, God used this deliverance session, you know, to destroy every plan the enemy had. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we repaired, you know, just this deliverance session, deliverance prayer, you know, the bridge was repaired, you know, in his, in her life, you know, Bible says, my people perish, you know, just because of the lack of knowledge, you know, and uh, Bible talks about restoring of the bridge, you know, so she had the bridge in her life. That bridge was, you know, came because the curses from her mother, you know, and was, you know, spirit husband um, and uh, witchcraft in the family line and all kinds of things, you know. I remember when I was in Toronto, deliverance for uh, Congolese church, lots of Congolese people came, lots of white people came too. And at the end I say, well, is there anybody else you need a prayer? And this little eight-year-old African girl, so cute, nicely dressed, came to me. She said, and I said, well, well, what would you like from Jesus? She said, you know, I feel so lonely. I need a brother. <laughs> so I look at her mother. I said, I knew it. <laughs> I said, where is the father? Well, he's never been there. Obviously, curse of the past. That was on that girl. Bible says in Deuteronomy 23, verse 2, a bastard child shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. He shall not enter. So twice shall not enter, which means you can be born again, but you cannot, you know, just you cut off from blessing. You can never cut off. You in the church, you feel like you don't belong there. You know, David, you know, experienced like that in Princeton, British Columbia, young man who was just like that. He was making money, but never keeping money till we broke the curse of the bastard. Praise the Lord. So, this word, this uh, being offended, means to cause displeasure, anger, resentment, wounded feelings, to be displeasing or disagreeable, you know, to transgress, violate, to cause to sin. Bad manners may offend people to violate a moral or divine law, which is sin, yeah? Okay. So, question is, why do people get offended? Right now we're talking about Christians because we miss two Christians. As I said, you know, there are so many offended Christians, you could have a new denomination, the Church of the Offended Ones. Offenses are taking place all the time. Just think about it. How many people were offended only last week? How many people maybe you offended? So you need to know the roots and fruits when it comes to being offended. We know who the remedy is. The remedy is Jesus Christ. 
So let us see some examples, you know, from the Bible, how to deal with offenses. Jesus was speaking on something, and it says in John chapter 6, verse 61, so it's Jesus, so Jesus was offending, especially the Pharisees all the time, you know. <laughs> he especially would come and do miracles on Sabbath day. He knew it, that they would get offended, and they could not understand that he knew that they're going to get offended, so why is he coming, you know, to synagogue on a Sabbath day and doing miracles? It's going, going to cause us to get offended. <laughs> Jesus, in, in John chapter 6, verse 61, says, when Jesus knew himself that his disciples murmured at his sayings, yeah, because sometimes he said very hard things, he said, does this offend you? So we can see that certain sayings, <laughs> whether God offends all the, the sinners, so I, what are you telling me, I am, that I am a sinner? You know, that's why the atheists get so offended, you know? you know. Does this offend you? Question is, what does offend you, brother and sister? You know, you can see the fruit of the offenses through murmuring, complaining. Some people are easily offended. They need not only deliverance from easily offended, but they need, you know, just to uh, deliverance from rejection and from hurts and, and other things. So, what is offending you, brother and sister? What are the areas in your life that you can get quickly offended? Don't lift your hands up. I cannot see it anyway, so... Praise God. But you can look it up. Jesus wants us to be above offenses. Now that's a mark of perfection. Now you're not going to be perfect. Perfect. But the Bible says, be a perfect Zion. Perfect. So we should strive toward that perfection, which is in Christ Jesus, of course. So Jesus wants us to be above offenses, you know. So it's a, it's a process before you learn self-control, da-da-da. But you know what? It is about love. Because in First Corinthians chapter 13 says, love is not easily offended. We all, when we're born again, we are in a school of love. And we have to just repeat the grade sometimes because we didn't, did not pass the test. Once I kneeled by the bed said, Lord, I'm not, I don't think I'm passing the test of love. I was so convinced. <laughs> and started in the middle of the night. You know, if I was awakened, half awakened, was still sleeping, you know, in my head, in my heart, in my mouth, even when I woke up, my mouth was talking by itself. Have you ever heard that? Some, once I prophesied, I woke up, I was prophesying. <laughs> I'm listening to myself. Another time I woke up, when I said I don't want to live, was the reason for living, I woke up and my mouth was singing, Jesus, my reason for living. But anyway, in this case, I woke up, and I was saying, you know, just, I have passed the test, test of love. I have passed the test of love. And one week later, there came a prophecy, you know, on the, was Elijah, Elijah List, I think, but it's very well-known prophet who rarely shows up there, but he's, he gave a prophecy titled, titled, you have passed the test of love. I don't look at you the way you look at yourself. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Green New Deal appears to be the number one headline in the news, and it is not going anywhere. But is this New Deal really new? This green agenda is not about saving the planet as its creators are quick to espouse, 
It is instead the re-implementation of an ancient pagan imperial doctrine that seeks to destroy the world's nation-states, implement global governance, and drastically reduce the world's population. The new religion of Gaia is in fact a revival of paganism that rejects Christianity altogether and considers its followers to be its biggest enemy. Gaia is a cunning mixture of science, paganism, eastern mysticism, and feminism and has made this pagan cult the fastest growing religion on the planet. It views the Christian faith as the only obstacle preventing the formation of a global religion centered on uniting all forms of life around the goddess of Mother Earth. In her critically acclaimed book, Green Gospel, author, researcher, and broadcaster Sheila Zielinski demolishes what you think you know about the Green New Deal. She exposes how the claim that the human-induced global warming and the Green Agenda were diabolical plans deliberately hatched decades ago by the UN and are the greatest frauds of our time. Green Gospel unpacks the greatest deception of our era and takes you through the astonishing who, what, when, where, and why of the Green New Deal and explains what it's really all about. Get your copy of Green Gospel today. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show. But anyway, the Bible says love is not easily offended. If easily offended means lack of control, losing control means anger, malice, evil speaking. Devil knows exactly what button to push to offend you. <laughs> to be you. <laughs> Maybe you know too. Your wife might not, might know, or your husband. But they will know, get the button. In James chapter 3, verse 2, just look at what it says in James chapter 3, verse 2. Praise God, so it's James chapter 3, verse 2. It says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to blight with the whole body. So the perfect man is a man who does not offend. It's his nature not to offend. He's nice to the believers and unbelievers. But if you offend, it means you're not so perfect. <laughs> you're not so perfect. Some people have a gift of offending everybody. Usually it's a pride, probably. There are some people who can get offended by everything. Those who can get quickly offended are those who quickly can offend others. You know, so offending not means perfection means mature. <laughs> Moses got offended. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> Moses, the pastor, <laughs> he had to put up with the rebellious stubborn, forever complaining congregation. Once they came to the place, uh, you know, and um, well, the Lord brought them to the place. And the Lord brought them to that place. <laughs> and they, let us go to Numbers chapter 20. You know, again, for the third time, they have a problem with water. The Lord brought the water, made the bitter waters at Mara sweet. The Lord made uh, Exodus 17, you know, just, he brought it to place, there was no water to show that he get the water from the rock. This is the third time with water, and they complaining again, they are not learning the lesson. <laughs> How many Christians are there? How many times are you going to be learning? Always the hard way? You have to hit the second bottom before you learn your lesson, but it says in Numbers chapter 20, 
It says, and there was no water for the congregation. Okay, it's of course the leadership fault. And they gathered themselves together against Moses against Aaron. This guy really mean business. And they are fighting with Moses saying, what God said we had died when our president died before the Lord. Well, Moses was known as the meekest man on planet Earth. The most meek and humble. But you know, that was too much for him. And Moses, you know, took, the Lord told him, you know, just uh, spoke to Moses, said, well, take the rod, you know, just, and, you know, you know, there's a lot of authority, but he didn't tell him to smite the rock. He said, you speak to the rock. But Moses' anger rose up inside about this congregation. And this, this is how the pastor spoke to the congregation. Hear me now, you rebels. Do you want some water? Must we fetch you water out of this rock? Everybody says, we've never seen Moses speaking like that. I wonder what God was thinking, you know. And Moses lifted up his hand and with his rod, he smote the rock twice. And the water came out. But it's not supposed to be this way. It's supposed, he was supposed to speak to it. it. This rock which followed them was... Jesus Christ, allegorically, you know, symbolically, you know, the smiting the rock is our sin. Small Jesus on the cross and the waters of life started to flow for everybody. Praise God who believes. So, praise God. So, <laughs> Moses got offended. <laughs> Don't ask me if I ever got offended. Of course, I am a perfect deliverance pastor. <laughs> it's good I'm not God <laughs> because I don't know what would have happened. Those who are offended will blame everybody, but never themselves. The, the first blames, the blame game started in the Garden of Eden. We have a teaching called the blame game. And the Lord came to the Garden of Eden and he said, Adam, where are you? You know, of course, he knew he was, you no, know, and it all started. And, and the Lord, he spoke to the man first because he was the head. He said, that's the woman. She, that's her fault. When I said, that's the serpent, and the blame game started to this day. So we all need to be delivered from the blame game, and that's how King Saul was. King David, God loved King David, but David could mess up. But you know, when he was confronted, he did not give any excuses. He said, God, forgive me against you, I only I have sinned. When King Saul was giving all kinds of excuses, that's why he lost his kingdom. God was man after David's own heart, but he could mess up, and he really did. Adultery and murder, that was the big messing up. But coming back to Moses, Moses forgot to release his anger. It was his anger he went to perform a miracle. The miracle happened, but he paid for it because God said, you're not going to see enter the promised land. You're going on go on this mountain, you will see how it looks like. But then when Jesus went on the Mount of Transfiguration and took the inner circle disciples, James, John, and Peter, you know, they saw Moses and Elijah. <laughs> Please God. Moses was in the promised land. So Moses was offended by the provoking. Remember, the provoking, you can provoke, somebody will get offended. I have a teaching on the sin and spirit of provocation. It's a powerful <laughs> It's from a story of a sister. I was driving to an to a emergency because her husband took a knife to her and missed her body, hit her head. I said, sister, sister, that's a horrible, horrible thing he did to you. No excuse. But sister, sister, you have such a bad tongue. You're lucky you're not dead. She could provoke. 
She almost pro- provoke everybody in the church. But anyway, so Moses was provoked. That was a sin, but they provoked him. That was a sin because we know that in Psalm 106, verse 33, says in Psalm 106, 33, it says, praise God, because they provoke his Moses spirit, you know, by complaining, so that he spoke unwisely with his lips. What did he speak? You rebels, <laughs> must I give you water? If it wasn't for the sin, it would be funny. <laughs> but anyway, just where we are here. Yeah, yeah. So Moses got offended. So, you know, don't allow yourself to be provoked and get offended. Yeah, so offense means to break away from authority, means to trespass, means to attack. So that those who offend and get offended, what category are you? Offended means means offenses means also hindered, dislike, stumble. So there are many offenses in the Bible. You know, uh, I give you example of Moses. Cain was offended because God blessed Abel. Of course, God blessed Abel because able to do what's right. So God spoke to Cain. First time he spoke about anger in the Bible. He said to Cain, Cain, why are you angry? If you do what's right should be right with you. If we do what's right, it should be right with you. But if you do not, anger, it says sin crawls at the door. In Hebrew tradition, it says also sin is crawling at the door. All, I mean, demon is crawling at the door also, not far away. No, but uh, Cain was offended because because his brother was blessed. Well, he could have been blessed too if he offered the blood sacrifice, not some vegetables, cucumbers, because nothing atones for the sin, covers the sin, but the blood. So he was offended. He said God warned him that his anger, hatred leads to, to bad things, because hatred is the seat of murder. Well, he killed his brother, being offended. In Judges, Abraham did not come to the battle, but they were complaining when Gideon was getting all this, you know, great successes and victories. They were opened. Rehoboam, son of, you know, uh, Solomon, gave very harsh answer to the people of Israel. So hard they get offended and, have, and say, we, have, we don't want to have anything to do with you. So he stayed only Judah and Benjamin. Everybody else left and created a nation called Israel. And this, there's a woman had Judah, called Judah. Folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Listen, there are just too many reasons to list why you need to become one of my patrons today. Not only do you get exclusive content, you get access to private Q&As with Sheila and friends, commercial-free content, and so much more when you become a patron member. But you know what a better reason to become a member of patron is? Because you're supporting this broadcast and its efforts to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you partner with me, you become a part of God advancing his kingdom and in the end time harvest of souls that right there is the best reason to get behind this ministry and become one of my patrons let me be your voice in this epic end time battle become a patron today you're watching the Sheila Zelensky show Let's go to Mark 10, 35, and all day off, and that, that's not the first time. You know, so don't worry, you're not perfect. You you, you, you know, God calls us to be a perfection, but it, it's a process. So don't allow the devil to condemn you. 
John, James, John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and he, he said, what should I do for you? <laughs> and mother was there too, as you read other gospel. He said, well, one of us want to sit in your kingdom, your left hand, and the other on the right hand. And the others, when they heard this, the other disciples, and when the ten, the other ten, so Judas was still there, still with them, and when the ten heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. They were offended. <laughs> you know, they were offended because they were asking for position. <laughs> Can you imagine asking for position? You know, and, and in Matthew 24, verse Matthew 24, verse 10, Jesus, of course, is speaking. It says like this, And there shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. You know, in the body of Christ, this is a classic example. People get offended, you know, and this betrayal. Little thing already offends them, you know, and they hate one another. Who are we supposed to love one another? It's the 11th commandment. Don't you know that? But anyway, so roots and fruits of being uh, offended, you know, just... Uh, it's, it's, it's a rejection, bitterness. April 12, 15, let not the bitterness takes place in your life, lest you, that you will offend, many will be offended and sin. Let's, let's go to Hebrew chapter 12, verse 15. So you watch out, Hebrew chapter. Some people walk with bitterness. If you walk too long with bitterness, you open yourself to the, to the spirit of bitterness. I have a teaching, the goal and root of bitterness. 12, verse 14 says, Follow peace with all men and holiness without, without which no man shall see the Lord. But if you got offended, you know, <laughs> you, you're not going to follow peace. <laughs> Looking diligently, lest any man pay you of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled because they are offended. Just offenses. One offended person can spread the root of bitterness all over the whole place. You know, and bitterness, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 to 32, will bring the other demons, anger, clamor, evil speaking, and da da da. Root of bitterness is judgment, pride, rebellion, fear, envy, jealousy. The fruit of it, of course, is foolishness, hatred. Many can be defiled because of this. And uh, now, remedy, we quickly, because we're coming to the end, I guess. Our remedy is Jesus. He's the remedy for all things, including, you know, just all the offenses, you know. So, what do you do? Well, if you're one of those who get quickly offended or offend other people, you know. I don't know why I offend all these people. Why? Because your pride is sticking out. The way you speak, your attitudes, you know, offends people. Of course, they know it's supposed to be offended. It's supposed to be meek and quiet spirit. Supposed to pray for you, but you don't have perfect Christians. Christians is like, you know, big rocks break away from a mountain, goes to the stream and it's breaking into little rocks and they all tumble in the brook, tumble and tumble and tumble and tumble with the river of God, you know, against each other, iron sharpeners, iron, and that's how you get smooth stones when we tumble against each other, offend each other. So God takes all these rough stones, puts them to one basket, he calls it a church. Why well, am not going to be in that church? Why well, are you going to find yourself a perfect church? I have a sermon called the perfect church. There's no such a thing. And if you find a perfect church, you will stop to be perfect the moment you join it. <laughs> but when we got put lots of people like that into one basket, oh. river of God, we tumble, tumble against each other. The final result, smooth stones. Like David took five stones. They had to be smooth. He chose special stones. With one of them, he killed Goliath. Amen. 
with other poor well he did kill the others praise god but anyway so you know if you notice you're getting so offended or either quickly offended or offending others ask the lord to forgive you your spouse parents ancestors whoever for any sins which open the door could be rooted in rejection in pride or pride it's quickly offended how can anybody know more know than the than i who knows everything or holier than thou yeah so up as a lot of forgive your sense of you know all the sins pride whatever it might be you know bless the offenders bless those who offended you break out the curses of bitter judgment you sent toward the people break the curses of bitter judgment people sent toward you close every door start to break every curse every curse every curse you know break all the curses keep breaking keep breaking then you submit for deliverance offended is a fruit of deeper things in you, okay? Talk about deliverance. Sometimes you deal with a nest or be just a demon or be just a nest of demons. Sometimes I come against more than one nest. So the same spirit of the same name, this lady came, cut herself, you know, and engraved on her arm, hate. I said, why did you do that? Well, I started to hate myself, couldn't stop it. So I command the spirit of self-hated to manifest. I said, well, come out. Did I realize I already cast it out? I said, I already cast you out. How many of you are there? And the demon said, is it not enough for you to talk to me? Why do you have to know how many of us of the same name are there? I said, well, I command you. I'm not asking you. But there were about 200. So anyway, keep getting deliverance, walk in love, practice self-control, learn yielding instead of reacting. Reacting for the Bible says, you know, just... If you react, you know, just, especially my pronoun ruler, you might pay for it, okay? So practice, make a quiet spirit, submit to God, resist the devil, <laughs> he will flee from you, be changed by, by renewing of your mind. Remember people, when you give a command, it doesn't mean the demon suddenly shows up, says, I'm so happy you call on my name. Usually they pretend they, I'm not there. So you have to give command and command. So the demon finally must manifest and say, why do we have to be blankly blank, so persistent? I know it from 32 years of being in deliverance. Because they don't manifest, it doesn't mean they are not there. Because you're not getting deliverance, doesn't mean they are not there. Folks, Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, one of the biggest things that I get asked is, oh, I wish I could attend something that has a move of the Holy Ghost, something powerful that is life-changing. Well, guess what? I've got the answer to your prayers because my good friends over there at The Appearance Ministries, Augusto Perez is having a very powerful event coming up June 14th, 15th, and 16th at Christ Central Church in McAlpin, Florida. The information is on your screen. The Appearance ministry presents show me your glory event folks this is going to be an incredible three-day event if you are looking for a life-changing powerful move of the holy spirit get out to this event for more information go to the announcements tab at theappearance.com that's theappearance.com folks get out to this you will never be the same. This isn't a conference. This is a manifestation of his presence. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show. 
Father, we just come to you. Thank you. We can come to the throne of grace and mercy. Yes. Lord God, Lord Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on us. For we admit. Sometimes we don't want to, but admit now. So we get quickly offended. At times, so often others, oh God. So Lord, forgive us. Even denying that we get offended. Or that we offend others, oh God. We pass by them. They want to see that other people are hurt. Father, forgive us, our spouses, you can, you can keep repeating, our parents, ancestors, whoever, for any and all things, which open the door to these offenses, open the door to rejection, pride, witchcraft, whatever it might be, in the mighty name of Jesus, with authority Luke 10, 19, I close those doors. Causing offenses. I break the, all the curses, including the, the root curses, Lord God, of rejection, pride, and others. I break curses, close the doors, break the curses. I command everything in my our family tree, family line, which establish iniquity, which means, Lord God, warped tendency to go this way. Whatever it's crooked in our speech of physical DNA, or command it to be straight. For the Bible says, whatever is crooked shall be straight. Whatever is sick, be healed, be delivered. In Jesus' name, Lord God, we bless everybody. We offended. We forgive everybody who offended us. Lord God, we beg the pray for give up for sending bitter root judgments toward anybody. We bring the power, a curse of it. We bless them, bless them, bless them all. Lord. We forgive everybody who sent bitter judgments toward us. By the curse of it, we free ourselves. And now, Lord God, we cut ourselves off. Lord God, we command the stolen to be bound over us and the doorkeepers, send to cut us off from the superiors in the spirit realm, even in the second heaven, who have a link to the demons in us. For kingdom, Satan's kingdom is delegated authority who send to chop, cut, seven, chop, cut, seven, chop, cut, seven, whose angels, for they were for you said whatever we lose on us shall be lost in heaven. Those angels right now binding the strong man, binding the gatekeepers. Lord God, dividing the spirits from one another in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I take their armor, power, and rank. Standing in authority, Luke 10, 19. I rebuke you, Satan, and every devil. Heaven is in Jesus' name, the Lord lives can be in you and us and the people I'm praying for who will ever agree ever hear this message in Jesus' name. Those angels right now fight in heavenies. I command all the superiors in heavenies, territorial spirits, to be brought down, cast down from their throne and a seat of power. And now I come against those, those devils and strongholds in the people. I call on the power of God to keep drying up the waters of brokenness, feeding us all the waters through activities, hobbies, whatever. Second, Lord God send angels, we lose them. So you say, God, Father send angels, and then you say, I lose them. That's the way to, it's complete. And I lose them, Lord God, to start to fight God in Jesus and break all the pillars of those strongholds of offenses. Break the walls, break the gates, even double gates of the enemy. I strip you of your armor, power, rank, and I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I lose judgment written on you. Right now, in I curse the root of all offenses with the courageous victory now in Jesus' name. And all the branching out, all the branches, curse it as far back as it goes. Now, commanded fruit of us, because it compenses to dry up and root too. Right now, command those spirits. Spirits, come on, come on. 
All those spirits of offenses. Come out, quickly offended. Come out, come out, come out. Spirits of pride. Come out, offenses through the pride. Pride. Get out. I make all the heads of Leviathan. I lose the judgment of God. Written upon Leviathan. I lose 74, verse 14, 15. God opens the waters and breaks the heads of the Leviathan in the waters. Isaiah 27, 1. With a great and sore sword, the Lord shall smite Leviathan, slay them. In the midst of his people, lives the sword of the Lord to slay Leviathan. I lose the fire of God, drive up the waters where he is hiding. I lose the word of God like a hammer to break every head of Leviathan, every python, snake in Jesus' name. Break, 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 judgment, judgment, judgment. I lose more or more angels inside to root out, pull down, destroy, throw down, cut them off. And start to command them out. Jesus, shine your light. Shine your light, Lord Jesus. In every place where they are trying to hide. Lord Jesus, point finger at those devils. It's supposed to be coming out tonight. Whenever somebody will be listening to this podcast. And just, come on, come on. Every devil, every devil marked by Jesus. And just go mark them on their foreheads with the blood of Jesus. And you're coming out, coming out. Every spirit causing offenses. Everything at the root of it. All the fruits of it. Come out. Spirit of offenses. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Rejection. Rebellion. Pride. Anger. Evil speaking. Malice. Gossip. Slander. Come out. Come out. Break the power. Break the power. Break the power. Break the power from the people. Father God, all his angels, Father God, start to separate them from each other. For the Bible says in Jesus' name, it shall not stand it shall not stand so I rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus spirits you keep living keep living the judgment of God upon you let the judgment of God be ever increasing till you will come out till you will come out I separate the roots from the fruits in Jesus name right now I lose angels to start to attack root out Pull down, destroy, throw down all the logged roots, 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 roots. Part of people getting offended, offended, offended. All the spirits uh, rooted in rejection, in rejection in Jesus' name, in abuse in Jesus' name. All the spirits of suspicion, distrust, come out, rejection, fear of rejection, self-rejection, self-hatred, hurts, deep hurts. Quickly hurt, quickly hurt, quickly hurt, because full of rejection. Come out, spirits of quickly here, quickly offended. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come on now, come on now, all the way, all the way, all everything rooted in rejection. Come out, come out, come out, come out, and the spirits of offenses quick, getting quickly offended because of rejection. Come out, come out, walking rejection. Come out, all the layer after layer of rejection. Come out, hurts, deep hurts. Keep moving out, keep moving out. Oversensitive, oversensitive, shy. Fears, go, everything must go, 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 go. I rebuke pride, causing offenses. You pride, I rebuke you, causing offenses with words, with looks. I break your head, I break you down in the name of Jesus Christ. I take your armor power rank in the name of Jesus Christ. On your knees before the Lord Jesus Christ. Every initial bow, every tongue of us in Jesus Christ is Lord. The glory of the Father in Jesus. I break the chains of pride around the heart in Jesus. I destroy the pride in the mind. I destroy the pride in the words. Destroy the pride, haughty look. Destroy the pride in the spine. Walking step like a board in Jesus. I rebuke you all. 
que vai ao Espírito do Pai. Espírito causing calpenses. Delighting in causing calpenses. Que vai ao Espírito put downs. Disregard. Putting other people down. Hating. Yeah, you have spirit of hatred. Come on. Come on, you hate people. Holier than thou. You come out. Tingala mashatulum. Mamamamasandarala. Come out. He's the opponent. Lack of self-control. Losing control. Anger. Malice. He was speaking bitterness. Resentment. <laughs> Unforgiveness. Hatred. Anger. Rage. Come out from the tongue. Come out from the tongue. Come out your spirits. Offenses to the tongue. Tongue, tongue, tongue. Like a hell on fire. Come out, tongue. Come out from the tongue. Come out from the vocal cords. Out of the heart, the mouth speakers. Come out from the heart. Heart, heart of the king is in your hand. It's in the Lord's hands. Lord, take the heart into your hand. Forgive the people for sins of their heart. He might not say, but they think. I said, don't curse a king in your thought. Uh, birds of the air will pick it up. Come up, come up from the heart. I will a curse of proud heart. Everything in the heart, in the heart, causing offenses or causing to be offended. Come up, come up, come up, keep moving. Come up from the tongue, come up from the eyes, come up from the mind, come up from the from the will, emotions. Come up from the body, spirit of sickness, impunity, which came because of offenses. Come up, come up, come up, walking hurt, walking rejection, break your power. Go, go, go. In this day, keep living, keep living, keep living, keep living. Hurts, deep hurts. All spirit causing offenses, all spirit causing people to be quick, easily offended. All spirit of love, 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 supreme. Love doesn't offend, will never offend. Love, 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 love goes circumcise people's heart from selfishness, vainglory, Father God, whatever. Out of the heart, the mouth speakers, as men thinkers in his heart, so is he. And break those mindsets, mindsets, mindsets of quickly offended or open the colors of break, 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 break. Circumcise the heart, the hardness of the heart. Come on, hardness. You're so tough, you're not so tough. You got a demon of hardness of heart. Like a bias. Get out, go, now. I curse your toughness, demonic toughness. Spirits of guardian, protector, come out. Spirit husband, get out. Spirit of war, war, I rebuke you. Come out, come out, you thought I forgot about you. I curse you with the courageous kiss victory. Come out, come out, spirit of war. You die now, you die now. You dry up like in a desert, throw on the hot sand. You dry up right now, the fire of God or no? Spirit of war. Right now, forgive people, forgive people, oh God. Come out, spirit of war, causing sicknesses, causing rottenness. Herod died because of that. Lots of people died because of that, forgive them not. My commanders, come out. Rottenness caused by the spirit of war, connected to bitterness. Come out, with a curse of Mara. Bitter life, bitter mind, bitter heart, bitter words, bitter thinking, because of bitter, with the curse of bitter waters, curse of Mara, and declare, power of the cross, sweet waters. Come on, spirit of war, come on, Jezebel, Ahab, Magog, come on, destroy all the false coverings. Come on, come on, Jezebel, Ahab, get out, hatred of men, hatred of women, putting down the male authority, come on. Black, all the umbilical cord, men have with mama. Get out, move, go, fear of women. Fear of men, hatred of men, <laughs> come out. Hatred of marriage, hatred of sex. Get out, come out, come out. Warm, come out, come out, dry up. I curse you, dry up like that big tree. You'll be no more, dead, in Jesus' name. Look at I am Mark, 
every spirit it did not come out every place the demon to come out came out or will come out for the command stands day and night you come out if not you bound with the child of god hanging over you and tormenting you the night hearing come out come out come out come out every place they came out or will come out will be cleansed with the blood sit with the blood fill with the holy spirit forbid them ever to come back holy spirit fill it up and just will come and minister restoration of all things the rest of the devils <laughs> be bound bound 24 7 24 7 till you be gone in Jesus and to you with the glory lord god give you praise give you glory in jesus name amen amen wow that was very powerful joseph in the last part of the show please do give out your information for the people listening please okay well website is jesusdelivers.com i am a pastor and pull gospel church on sunday but i was called to specialize in deliverance because of the lack of it in the body of christ because the absolute necessity for it in the body of christ so that's what i do we have a every friday 7 p.m you can watch us on our website through video streaming 7 p.m mountain time is it's a deliverance service i, I teach on deliverance and then we do schools of deliverance around the world so pray for me i would like to flood the world with deliverance knowledge oh yeah traveling school of deliverance we've been to almost 30 countries because the devil is flooding the world was so much wickedness like I cannot believe I was born in times when they uh, kill a baby which was you know born and they if mother doesn't want it it can be aborted yeah. which means killed it, it's in a civilized world this is the societies of the pagans yeah it's it, I have no words for it but murder oh so I do deliverance Lord bless you all thank you thank you Joseph Folks, that was Joseph Jasinski from Promised Land Ministries. The website is www.jesusdelivers.com. I've got the information linked there in the bio below. Reach out to Joseph and let him know you heard him on the program. Such a powerful show tonight. We've got some great guests on the horizon. So again, be sure that you are following my podcast and you're subscribed on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and make sure, again, that you are getting notifications for both the podcast and the YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning into the program, folks. God bless. Hey, folks, listen, do you know how vitally important it is that you subscribe, like, and share these videos? Because when you take that simple action, you're helping to boost the show's algorithms. You know what they're doing out there on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. They use AI to monitor and distribute content. So when you do share, like, and subscribe, it helps the show appear in more people's news feeds. And that is important with all this Stasi censorship, isn't it? So by liking and sharing, you're actually taking part, spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, equipping the saints. You're part of that. You become part of the harvesting of souls for God's eternal kingdom. So please, again, take a moment to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Like, share, and subscribe.